0: Greg Masters, Winter Tech 2016 at the 34th Annual JP Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. My privilege to speak with and introduce you to Carissa Price, who's the Chief Marketing Officer of a company called Care Innovations. Hi, Carissa.
1: Hi, Greg. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. So, Care Innovations, tell us a little bit about
1: it. Well, we're a joint venture between Intel and GE. We've been in business, we're celebrating five years this month. And we're really focused on connecting the care continuum to the home. So remote patient management programs and solutions for our clients that help unpack that black box of a patient at home and hopefully create opportunities for clinicians to intervene in care plans more proactively and keep them out of emergency rooms and hospitals.
0: Is this a big market?
1: It is a growing market. Uh, 2015 was a fantastic year for us and for the industry in general, I think. i am seeing a lot of interest at Washington, um, and across the country in providers and payers around value-based care, of course, but also telehealth and remote management. How do we get to people with chronic diseases and how do we manage them in new and different ways? And how do we make sure that doctors and health systems get paid for that in order to incentivize and grow the marketplace? So it's been an exciting year for us uh, last year, and this year will be a big year for us in terms of executing on all of the big RFP um, and client wins that we have from 2015.
0: Sounds like you're in the right place at the right time. So tell us about the glide path and some of your top priorities.
1: So our top priorities really are execution this year. Um, One of the things that we found really resonated in the marketplace last year is that remote patient management isn't about technology, ironically enough, although we think we have a pretty good technology platform. It's really about people and understanding how do you create a program that targets the right person to get the ROI you're looking for, that has the right intervention in the right way to get that person engaged in their own health and keep them engaged over a period of time to get that behavior change you're looking for. So at the end of the day, on that aspect, it's about, people but then on the back side of it was something very interesting to us is for our clients it's also about people so how do you help the clinicians lives be easier on a daily basis how do you manage the logistics for them for their remote patient management program so they don't have to worry about how much inventory of tablets do I have and how do I get it from patient A to patient B and etc so we really offer our turnkey solution and that really has resonated in the market now we need to execute on that in 2016
0: so, remote patient management. Just unpack that a little bit. What does it mean?
1: So, remote patient management means that essentially you have clinicians that are remote, literally, from the patients at home. So, our clients are usually payers or providers. They're running a chronic disease management program. So, it could be for diabetes, it could be for chronic heart failure, COPD. Um, preterm births actually is a new um, sector that we've seen interest in working with clients on now. And essentially, we provide a kit, a health harmony kit that goes to that patient in their home, and it's a tablet device that serves as the hub, and their peripherals that are already synced with that tablet that go for that patient. So if they have CHF, for example, they might get the tablet and a, a wireless um, scale and a wireless blood pressure cuff. And those devices are connected to that tablet, which is sending their vital sign data up into the cloud and back down to that clinician wherever they may be. Now, our algorithms and data analytics behind that are helping to create actionable insights for that clinician so that he or she knows when they're looking at their triage dashboard, which is another part of Health Harmony, right? There's Maestro for clinicians, there's mobile for the patients, and there's a family caregiver app as well. But that clinician can tell who needs their attention today. So we have clients who are running, you know, 200 patients on one nurse, but they're able to proactively manage those because they can see who needs their time and attention and who's doing just fine. The tablet also serves as a platform for what we call health sessions. So this daily educational interaction between the patient and their clinician where you can ask questions like how are you feeling today? Did you go out of the house? Did you take your medications? Um, Did you have any visitors? How are you feeling psychologically, emotionally? The kinds of factors that don't typically get spoken that can really be quite impactful in terms of, of, of helping someone in their overall health. So our system helps collect all that kind of rich qualitative data as well as the quantitative data on vital signs puts those two together to paint a picture for that clinician of, wow, I might want to call or video conference through the tablet with Mrs. Smith. She's not doing very well today. She's told me she hasn't been out of the house in three days. She didn't take her medication today, and her blood pressure is up. I might want to give her a call and see what's going on with her. So if that's what remote patient management means, and depending on the condition that um, is looking to be managed, it can vary in terms of the components. But the overall thing is getting more information that's actionable for a clinician to be able to help someone with a chronic disease manage their condition better.
0: Sounds pretty similar to a telemedicine or a telehealth uh, play.
1: Well, telehealth is slightly different, so they're related in the sense that through our system, a physician or a nurse practitioner or a nurse can make a video conference call with that patient at home, but it isn't – telehealth and telemedicine typically has two aspects to it. One on the on the direct-to-consumer side is, oh, I have a sinus infection or I don't feel well today. I want to have a quick consult with the doctor, and they do that through a telehealth platform, if you will. The other aspect is doctor-to-doctor consultation, so I'm a primary care physician, I'd like a consult with a current cardiologist, I can use that video conferencing technology to be able to talk with another doctor or bring them into my conversation with a patient. That's all possible in our system, but our system is much more about collecting important data on a patient at home, activities of daily living, vital signs, as I said, emotional and psychological information, so that people with long-term chronic diseases can be better managed and kept out of the emergency room and hospital. So it's, it's a much different kind of program. The technology and platforms are similar. But our programs really have all of the clinical protocols, for example, are baked into them. We have a lot of content that's being delivered to that patient to help them self-manage their condition and to learn how, over time, to take better care of themselves. That's not typically what you would see in a telehealth program, which really is just geared towards that, you know, person-to-person video consult for a brief period of time to solve a, a particular problem.
0: So who do you nest with, health plans, uh, hospital systems, physician organizations?
1: So we have all of the above, if you will. So we work with some of the largest payers in the country, MA plans, we work with very large um, health systems who are managing risk. Essentially, anyone out there who is looking to manage risk um, is interested in our kinds of programs. We've seen a lot of interest in 2015 in the post-acute world. So we work with some very large home health organizations. We work with some CCRCs. We work with some SNFs. Um, Everyone, I think, in the health ecosystem is trying to figure out their place and how to best manage that overall risk for a patient, especially those with chronic diseases. And so we see a variety of different kinds of clients, where traditionally it had been just the payers and providers. Now you've got a whole slew of people who are really bringing their expertise and our technology and solutions together to try to deliver value-based care. Uh,
0: Winter Tech Health 2.0, uh, why are you here?
1: So Care Innovations is here at Health 2.0 WinterTech to talk about our Validation Institute. We launched the Validation Institute about a year and a half ago, and it really is to help grow the healthcare ecosystem on a solid foundation. And so we're here to talk to the startup world about the importance of valid outcome measures and how we can help them tell their story in a better, more solid way. So the Validation Institute is, you know, has an advisory board, a stellar advisory board, Dr. David Nash from the Jefferson School of Public Health and a variety of others who have helped us. Design criteria that could be standardized for the use of valid healthcare outcome claims. And then we have outside validators, you know, very smart people, far smarter than I, who can come in and work with our, our client organizations. We have about 28 so far who've come for validation to say, yes, this is a proper study design. You are on solid ground to make this outcome claim. Or no, maybe you need to tweak that a little bit because the comparator group that you used wasn't quite right. So you can't actually compare your solution to that other group. And then Today, helping startups here at Elf 2 and in the broader ecosystem say, before you spend your investors' money doing it wrong, let's have a consultation figure out how to set it up right. So if your goal is to make that outcome claim, we're going to help you in advance figure out what that study should look like, what are the measures you should use, what are the data sources you should use, so that when you're done with it, you can truly go out to market with the outcome claim you're trying to do.
0: There you have it. Startups take note. Spend money wisely.
1: Indeed. Spend your investors' money wisely. There's not a lot to go around. Thanks, Carissa. Thank you, Greg.